This client story may resonate with you because it illuminates an important theme in all of our lives, and perhaps most important for all women who have at one time or another looked to their father or any man for reassurance, approval, acceptance, and love. And as an aside, when I am working with parents, I make a point whenever possible to point out the incredible and powerful influence of a father's unconditional love, especially for a daughter. As a young girl, a daughter looks to a father for how she is valued and received by members of the opposite gender, not in a sexual way, but rather to feel pretty and beautiful and to be commended for one's intelligence, confidence, grace, strength, perseverance, and any other of the positive qualities that empower a woman. A young girl's confidence is built upon the encouraging and proud words of both parents. Yet, a father is the first experience a girl will have with how she is valued among the male gender. And this becomes important, for it is how a girl initially learns to embody her worth and her beauty long before she actually likes boys or wants to date. If a girl's confidence is encouraged, if she is supported to use her voice, to stand by her morals, to not settle or acquiesce to another's ideals— then a father and a mother have done well to raise an independent and self-assured female who is confident in her pursuit of life. Let me speak next about unconditional love that a father holds for a daughter as what helps her to feel invincible as she is. She can be encouraged to improve, to develop her talents and abilities, to learn new skills, to excel in school, to be competitive in sport, to never give up. Still, she must also and simultaneously be loved unconditionally as she is, without her ever needing to be taller, to have better skin or look a certain way, or to be anything except what she already is. It's the perfect balance between fostering growth and development and the reassurance and approval that one is already good enough, lovable, and deserving of love. In this real-life client story, in this episode of Ask Dorothy, I highlight my client's journey into self-approval and self-love and how she arrived here, her father's absence in her life, and the real experience of abandonment by him that she continued to carry the burden of, even though rationally she knew that her father left her mother, and not her. Together these became the reasons for why this client felt the need to prove herself continually, to seek approval for her appearance, and for all that she did in her relationships, because In the larger, unspoken, and unconscious thoughts in her mind, this client believed that if she was good enough, in the various ways in which she placed importance, then she could hold on to 
the love of her partner. Hello, this is Dorothy. In addition to the weekly format of this podcast in which I offer practical and spiritual wisdom that I lovingly share with you each Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am so excited to offer a second format of amazing content. It's called Ask Dorothy. These episodes reveal the inner workings of what really happens inside a session of therapy and life coaching with me. Here I dive into the richness of content that each client brings to our sessions and how we best navigate what insights, teachings, solutions, and of course, healing and wholeness abounds. I know that listening will offer you much wisdom and guidance in the ways that bring to life what you need and also how to implement the best practices and teachings that I share to honor all of what you seek and all of what you are becoming. In each of the Ask Dorothy episodes, you will also hear my candid observations and commentary and the process for how we arrive in a place of harmony, relief, clarity, understanding, and the true change that happens in each and every session because of a client's willingness to grow, to evolve, to move beyond their comfort zone and into the revelation of what they already know, what they learn to be capable of, and what they desire most for their life. My job is always to support a client's progress and to provide the right tools and best therapeutic practices to ensure that each client will reach their goals, including to be all that they wish to become. I hope you'll enjoy the Ask Dorothy series as an opportunity to have the knowledge and insight of what we can do together. If you have a question that needs my love and helpful guidance, please write to me. All right, so let's jump into this episode and ask Dorothy. For my client, Samantha, it was about proving herself worthy of love and going above and beyond in each of her love relationships often to the extent of forfeiting her personal needs in order to find and feel love. Love that was always going to be external to her. And love that was often conditional because Samantha was choosing men that unknowingly to her were much like her father, emotionally unavailable and not skilled in being able to express and connect using their communication of feelings. Have you done this before? Have you relied on someone to love you even if you knew they weren't the best suited or right partner for you, just so that you could feel appreciated and receive attention and love? And it's certainly not just women. My client Adam only recently untangled his feelings from a girl that he was talking with who lived in a city several hours away. Adam was prepared to give up his goal of taking a new position at a store he managed in an affluent area near his hometown 
to take a job at a different store to move close to this girl, who he wasn't even in relationship with, all because he was feeling lonely and bored and in the middle of lockdowns in winter. Adam found himself distracted by someone showing him interest and attention, even though this girl was still getting over her ex-boyfriend and emotionally unavailable. She was enjoying the attention she received from Adam and played on this, even though she really didn't even know him. Do you do this to yourself? Are you so easily distracted with the attention you receive from someone? And why does it have so much power over you? There is one solution. You need to be your own best friend and to develop and appreciate a relationship with yourself first. Ideally, you begin this early in your life and you continue to reap the rewards of the confidence that grows over the course of your life. Otherwise, you will continue to do what Samantha and Adam and many others do. Look to someone to feel desirable and to prove to yourself that you are worthy and lovable, rather than know this for yourself because of your inner focus and your self-appreciation, which then naturally grows self-confidence and self-love. Let me take Samantha's story a little further, because I want to identify how you can become lost in the need to find love rather than seek appreciation and love from within in who you are and in the person that you still seek to become. Samantha's existing sense of self was entangled in the false ideal of beauty that comes out of believing you need something in order to be beautiful, rather than knowing your beauty. Knowing your beauty is the culmination of so many things, grace, kindness, generosity, goodness, loving actions. It is so much more than the beauty we witness in aspects of our physical self. To know your beauty is to feel it as it originates from you. And then, as you live authentic to who you are, this beauty is seen and felt by you and all of the world as you build a strong sense of self in knowing yourself well, of liking and loving yourself as you are and as you pursue more. Because knowing your beauty is far more valuable than being told of it. Let me return to the premise that there is a part of each one of us, regardless of gender, that appreciates and looks to a father for approval and love, even as an adult. I want to also say here that it is much more impactful provided that you hold appreciation and genuine respect for a father and believe in his words as honest and truthful. Psychologically for women, it is because approval, acceptance, and love of our father helps us to feel confident as women in the male relationships we hold in our life 
and in our interactions with the male gender in general. Our mother has a powerful influence as a role model for how we are to be as women, whether in modeling ourselves after her, consciously and unconsciously, or different from her because of what we decide we do not want to be. Either way, women look to their mother for equally important and distinct reasons. If you hold your mother in high regard because of her impeccable morals and values, then not only do you aim to live the same, but you are inspired by many attributes of her character that instill for you how strong and powerful she is by her decision to live honorably. And for a lesbian woman, you hold value in your father's love and approval, in your ability to feel confident and attractive to the gender that you are attracted to for the same reasons. A father's love and approval reaffirms your growing confidence in yourself and in the world as you are. For my client, Samantha, having breast augmentation surgery at 23 was one way that she felt more attractive. Certainly, her confidence was built upon her physical attributes and the attention that she received from men. Some of this was learned from her mother, that one's value as a woman was in part dependent on being sexually desirable and in being in a relationship. The messages of the importance of being physically attractive also came from the lost and scattered moments of approval given by her father. To be desirable, Samantha learned, was to be sought out for one's physical beauty in much the same way as what her father vocalized as important in the conversations that she overheard as a child and the way in which he viewed and objectified women. Little girls and also young adult women are very perceptive to what they learn is valued by a male role model, typically their father. When I spoke with Samantha in a recent session, it had been two months earlier and after two decades that she made the decision to have her implants removed. Now a new struggle was to become comfortable with her body image and without a physical attribute that she relied on for positive attention. The concept of self-love for Samantha was always elusive. She knew how to give love unconditionally to her daughter, but the love in her love relationships had been built upon a desire to have someone love her in return. It was not always unconditional. Samantha's need to constantly give love in the form of doing for others had been secretly and often subconsciously based on her fear of being abandoned. In those moments, love through acts of service would never really be without conditions, because at its foundation, there was always the secret worry that Samantha would no longer be lovable to someone, and that they would leave, much like what happened with her father. 
Samantha didn't really consider that she had been choosing partners that were emotionally unavailable to her, and men that equated beauty with physical attributes and appearance. This isn't a point of blame of Samantha's parents, rather a reminder of how you will choose based on what is familiar, unless you recognize the pattern that you are basing your decision on and make the adjustment so that you are no longer repeating the cycle. Samantha had always chosen a partner based on the premise that finding someone to love her was how she would feel loved and approved of by her partner, her mother, and to a large degree, society, where we all continue to be valued more if we are in a partner relationship rather than single. As much as therapy had addressed Samantha's need to practice focusing love unto herself, the concept never landed for long. Samantha's core beliefs that she was desirable and lovable if someone loved her were systemically intertwined in her sense of self, and she was not yet willing to give these up. I can show you how to change the beliefs you hold that were never true and that never served you, but you must want this. I wanted to share an example of a client's story that is still in progress that will hopefully end up in the right place. Yet, for now, Samantha was still fighting with herself, seeking approval and love from the outside, and still hanging on to her current relationship, even though she was unhappy with her partner and exhausted from the work of constantly doing to feel appreciated, connected, and loved. Part of the journey for Samantha, for you, for anyone that is mired in their old beliefs, is what is called readiness. You have to be both ready to examine the obstacles, that is, the problematic beliefs that keep you in the same patterns of being, and as well, you have to begin building the efficacy that you are enough, that you are more than enough through the energy and effort you give yourself to see your value and worth as you are, for who you are, and in the present moment. In having to refamiliarize herself with her body and to embrace its beauty as it is today and ongoing, Samantha will need to become better at loving herself from within beyond her physical attributes and appearance and for the person that she is on the inside. It's something that I'm currently working on with Adam, and I've also stepped up this process now with Samantha. Self-love is not out of reach for any of us. In fact, we practice self-love instinctively whenever we give attention to our needs. And as we hold kind thoughts and the actions that support us. I'm also going to leave a link here for a recent episode on the topic of self-love and how it is something that is present and possible simply by holding your heart open to feel the love that you exist as 
and to feel love as something you can give and be for yourself, just the same as how you share your love with others. Samantha had a long history of quick fixes to fill a need for approval and acceptance. Texting old boyfriends, reconnecting online and flirting with the men that she had casual encounters with, much like an addict looking for their next high, because love and all of its power is addictive. You can chase the feeling of being in love, or you can open yourself up to the infinite love that you hold, that is always flowing through you. You can hold love for yourself as appreciation, acceptance, and approval. And by doing this, you invite love in, much like you open a window to allow in the breeze. Love is that fluid, and its effects, real and instantaneous. Self-love was always overshadowed by the quick fix of what Samantha would default to, seeking love through the attention of others and finding someone to give her love, all in the name of feeling loved. One of the most important gifts a parent could ever give is the ability to teach their child self-love. If you were fortunate enough to feel moments of unconditional love from your caregivers, it's akin to being supported and held in the highest regard, of feeling unstoppable and invincible, not because you can do no wrong, rather because even in making mistakes, you know that you will always be loved. This feeling supports your journey throughout life. As you take responsibility for feeling worthy and loved, you will hold yourself in higher regard, with self-respect and appreciation for who you are, even as we all are a work in progress. Each one of us progresses out of a strong desire to feel positive and worthy of our own accord. When you can rely on yourself for your feelings of happiness, encouragement, and positivism, it is a sign that you have taken responsibility for how you think and feel about yourself. You can enjoy knowing that the love of others is another support in your life. You appreciate and value others' love of you, and you also know how to feel love from within for all that you are. What are some of the beliefs around love that you learned early? How have these beliefs affected the choices you've made in seeking your relationships? Have you learned how to have a love relationship with yourself that continues to be ever-present? If you want to nurture and grow self-love, begin with one thing that you appreciate about yourself. 
You can begin a gratitude list of one or several things that you are grateful and appreciative of about yourself. Gratitude is a direct path to feeling happiness. As a daily practice and a habit that you lean into, gratitude and appreciation will help you to grow your confidence, your worth, and yes, it will open you to the positive feelings you can hold of yourself and that arise because of your acknowledgement of what makes you special and important. This is the building of self-love. We all thrive in love. What's most important is to direct love unto yourself and to do this often. You have a lot of love to give. Give yourself the kindness in words and actions that are going to be felt as approval, acceptance, and love. And please remember, I'm here to help. You can ask me a question here or enlist my help and we'll work on confidence and love together. You just need to learn how to do this once and you will know it for the rest of your life. Let me help. Sending you great love. This is Dorothy. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of the Wisdom Podcast. To hear more, please check out the other episodes right here. And I'd love for you to subscribe and share your feedback on this or any episode with me. And then join me at DorothyRatusny.com, where you'll find the wisdom blog, the inspiration for this podcast, the latest online courses that I teach, my YouTube videos, and the wisdom archives, which are an extensive library of guided meditations, mindfulness musings, spiritual teachings, and best therapeutic practices for your whole being and to nourish and heal your life, plus many other special offerings of love. Please also visit me on social media and say hello. Allow yourself to go within, to access your inner wisdom, and to live this. Awaken your authentic power, live your truth, and be love. Thank you. This is Dorothy.